We each hold a unique place in this world, complete with our own dreams, culture, and perspective. It is the individual stories of those I meet along my journey that shape the way I see the world. I'm so excited to share these stories with you, and I hope they allow you to fall in love with humanity as much as they have for me. Welcome to This World My View. I'm your host, Liana. Today, I want to introduce you to Ken. Ken is a longtime friend of mine and has agreed to sit down with me and share a little bit of his life. I am so excited to have you here, Ken. Ken is a woodworker, carpenter, chef. Uh, He's got some crazy, amazing talents, a little bit of a forager when it comes to some of that cooking, and I'm just really excited for you guys to get to know him. So, Ken, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate uh, having this opportunity. Yeah, I'm excited. It was funny. We were chatting, ran into each other. We see each other often at a local coffee shop, uh, Backyard Beans, and um, we were we were chatting, and, and I was like, it would be so good to have you on. So I'm so excited that this worked out and, yeah. and so excited that we're here. I love people who are willing to just say, yep, let's make it happen and, and fit it right in. Absolutely. <laughs> so can I have a series of questions I work through with all of my guests. They're designed at getting to know you, your perspective, and who you are. There's no wrong answers because it's you. So answer as you feel comfortable and share what you feel like you want to share, and uh, we'll jump right in. Awesome. Sounds cool. good. So first one is, is who would you define yourself as? Um, I think, um, as I think about it, um, I would say I'm someone who's empathetic, um, who can kind of meet people where they're at, um, and a creative type. Um, I love to take something and make it into something totally different or uh, just working with my hands. I love working with my hands all the time, whether it's cooking or being outdoors or hunting, fishing, Um, an outdoorsman, I would say, Um, and someone who loves to um, hear people's stories my family is a long line of uh, storytellers from the South, so oral tradition is very important. Um, and to help others through sharing my story um, has been something that I've always um, gravitated towards. I'm soon to be a husband, um, a father, all things that I think maybe were a lot more far off than I thought at one point, Um, but now are reality and I'm really excited to see where where God takes me in all of it, so. I'm excited to see where life goes for you and yeah, it is, it's crazy how those things can sometimes be like, oh, that's in the distance and then they're upon us. But yeah, yeah, you got some big, wonderful moments coming in life right now. Oh, yeah. So (laughs) it's really cool. What is your favorite food? So I would say I think I have maybe a couple, but cucumbers would be my probably favorite and most simple food that I love. I used to eat them when I was a kid. Uh, My mom would always prepare them for me. Um, And then I learned how to do them myself. That and a steak, like a ribeye, over a wood fire that I make in a little ring behind my house. 
Sounds like something I, I need to try. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you can't you can't replicate the flavor of a wood fire. So mm. those are my two favorites, I would say. It seems pretty worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Hmm. Are you reading anything right now? I am reading. I'm reading a book called Christian Maturity, and um, authors uh, Stanley, someone I I don't even remember the author, <laughs> but. It's like a devotional, um, and it's from a far back. It's from it's an earlier writing, so some of it is antiquated, like as far as the wording. Um, mm. But it just I'm trying to be more mature in my life in general, um, and it's helped me gain some different perspectives as far as you know what it means to. Um, what it means to be more mature. I mean, <laughs> as simple as that sounds. Um, but whether that's my finances, whether that's how I am with other people, I mean, I want to be able to um, respond to people rather than react. Hmm. And I think that some of the readings in this book are helping me do that. Hmm. So that's kind of that. Um, I think that's it for now. Um, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's something we can all be like, all right, we can all use a little bit more of that mm-hmm. maturity for sure. It's nothing any of us, I think, anyone who thinks they've arrived in that area most likely needs a little bit more of it. Yeah. So it's, that's awesome. I feel like it's, it's really cool to be able to say, I want to grow in these areas and then do something that helps you do that. So yeah. that's awesome. Very cool. What would you say is your greatest fear? Oh, man. I would say the greatest fear would be, I guess my my fear would be, it's related to kids. And um, I lost my dad when I was 18. And that was kind of the pivotal time that I needed a father. Um, so I would say my fear would be that they would lose me for some reason. Um, that would be it, I think, mm-hmm. is that my kids, I hope my kids would never have to go through the pain of the loss of losing their father. And that's just based on my own experience. Mm-hmm. Because I have so many questions now that I would love to ask my father. Um, and I don't want my children to... Um, have that same wanting like and wanting advice or you know things like that mm-hmm. so that would be my fear like that my kids would lose mm-hmm. me before like I lost my dad so mm-hmm. yeah yeah thanks for sharing that and mm-hmm. that is and I'm sure a little bit more real to you right now as you said mentioned earlier that you are expecting your first um May no when is um, October? October. Sorry, 22nd my brain is off. Is yeah. The due date, okay. So. so yeah. So yeah. yeah. Moments of joy, reminding moments of grief as well. I think that's that's very real to to want to make sure that we don't pass on struggle that we've experienced. As you mentioned, that like things that you you don't want them to feel that because you felt that. Yeah. And to be able to ask questions when they need and have advice when they need. So, yeah. I'm glad they'll have you. Yeah. Pray that they do for a long time. Absolutely. When was the last time you felt joy? I mean, I feel like I feel it um, 
today, I mean, I was talking to Tori, my fiance's uh, ex-boss, um, and he was describing his relationship with Tori, and she he was describing her and why he loved and valued her. Mm. And um, it kind of confirmed to me a lot of things as to why I love her. But I, f- I feel like it was joy because just because to have someone, like to understand that someone else loves the person you love mm. the way you do mm. is unbelievable. Like I didn't know that I would ever meet anybody that understood her. Mm. And that um, loves her as much as I do, Hmm. honestly. Like, he was in tears describing, Hmm. like, what impact she had on his life. Hmm. So, I couldn't help but be there with him in that. And then uh, the other really joyful time is just finding out you're pregnant or, you know... That's an amazing, so many emotions, but joy was like number one, (laughs) like um, seeing the two lines and then taking multiple tests. (laughs) So it's like re-joy, joy again, joy again. (laughs) So it was nice. Yeah. (laughs) That's really cool. I love that you brought that out. I don't think I've ever heard that before of of relaying that the impact um, that you feel of someone else knowing the depth of how someone has impacted them and that a person you love and that it brings you joy to know someone else has experienced that. It's like, it speaks so much to, to you and to your heart for others that, that you find so much joy, not just in, in loving someone and, and feeling the impact of their love for you, but to knowing that someone else has also experienced the depth of that. It's, it's a really cool perspective. I don't think I've heard that before. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, that's really neat. And then, yeah, of course, the joy and the rejoy of yep. of expecting that little one coming soon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when was the last time that you were afraid and why? Oh, man. Um, probably, again, related to finding out you're pregnant. <laughs> I think that, again, all those things where, okay, this is on the way, um, anticipation, Um, my mom always said anticipate joyfully or don't Mm. anticipate Mm. so that was a good one she always uh, instructed me in and I've always carried that Um, but I I was and still I'm a little bit afraid of like what to expect like the the unknown and I think the unknown is the only thing like that I'm afraid of really because I uh as I talk to other people, I think immediately you think you're unique in your situation. Like, okay, no one understands how I'm feeling. Mm. But then uh, as you share from, you share with other people, they say me too, or, you know, like, mm-hmm. and you understand that uniqueness is really something in your head and not like, uh, it's not real mm. because someone's gone through what you're going through. And as I talk to other people, they say, oh, man, I was scared, too. And it's like, oh, good. Then I don't have to be as scared. Like, um, 
So it's just the fear of the unknown. And we're just going to take it a day at a time, I think, Mm -hmm. you know, and learning how to go through that is what has kind of helped me through the fear and talking to other people. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when it comes to parenting, no one has a clue. No. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> no one has a clue, but it is. It's 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 really a neat thing to to realize that 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 what we fear it kind of minimalizes when we realize uh, it is a little lessened when we realize we're not the only one who's going through it, or someone else has endured this and they're standing in front of me, so they're survived, so they're okay, so there's a chance now in my head that I'll also be okay. Yeah. And so, yeah, that, that feeling of not being alone in what we experience, it's huge. Yeah. And I love that. It's like your uniqueness is in your mind. And and you mean that in, in such a good way of how we view fear and how we view things we don't think we can do. Not in the, yes, you're not, you're not special, you're not unique. But like, yeah, the things that you're experiencing, things you're afraid of, it's okay. We all, we've all been there. But thanks for sharing that. Would you say that there is a moment in your life that changed you or taught you something? Mm. Yes. Um, when I was when I was eighteen or nineteen, um, in that time frame, um, and I say eighteen to nineteen, I think the um, my father died from suicide mm-hmm. and. Um, I think that summer my dad was struggling with bipolar and uh, not really able to take care of himself. Um, The moment I found out my dad died was not only the hardest time in my life, but it was also the time the change was um, immediately. The night we found out my dad died, I went... um, I wanted to go fishing and um, because I was down in Cape May working as a chef and um, I had a cat that I I would go fishing every night after work and I would bring these little minnows home to my cat and uh, that night I was waiting for my mom and my brother to come down. Um, They were supposed to be down earlier and they didn't. Um, they weren't there yet, but once they got there, they immediately told me that my dad had died uh, from suicide. And um, immediately, that changes your life. And uh, later on, a couple, like an hour or two later, my cat, who I would always bring those fish to, was um, kind of pawing at the... Uh, you know, at the door, like, where are my fish? And mm. so at that moment, I, th- we, I was like, why don't we go fishing just to kind of clear our heads and get our mind off of it. So we went, I went uh, fishing and uh, the night we went out, we got to the spot. Corson's Inlet is one of my favorite spots in New Jersey. And uh, I remember looking up at the sky and seeing it so clearly. And just knowing that um, we weren't alone and that I knew that God was real in that moment and this incredible like 
not easy to explain peace just went over me. Mm. So it was in one respect something life-changing for the reason I lost my dad, but mm. it was life-changing for the reason of feeling a peace that I had never felt before. Mm-hmm. Um, and all throughout the process, my mom and my brother found my dad to when he passed. Mm-hmm. So there was like a blanket, we a, like a blanket of peace throughout the whole time. We just felt like kind of relief and mm-hmm. normally people in those in that circumstance don't feel that sense of peace. No, no, they don't. So that changed a lot that day, I would say. Mm. Thank you for sharing that. And I know it's a topic that it's often, like you're saying, it's often not spoken of in that, in that regard. It's often not felt there's, there's often anger and hurt. And, and I'm sure those things came into your mind at times as well as you've gone through life, but, but to share that you felt peace and, and, and almost relief. And I'm sure, you know, as your father yeah. struggled through things in life to, for him to be at peace too. And yeah, and there was like, there was shame associated with like telling people, mm. you know, that that was a thing of change for me too. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't used to describing my dad and then attaching shame to it because mm. He made the choice to take his own life. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so that changed the way I kind of interacted with the world in a way. My world, at least. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And and it is. It's it's crazy when when someone else's actions cause us to feel something like that, to cause us to feel shame and, and cause us to feel... How, how are we supposed to communicate this person? How do I make sure that this person isn't reduced to one choice they made in their life? And I think it is. It's a, it's, many people struggle with things like that. And, and to be able to communicate, to be able to know that, you know, you can talk to somebody you care about. You could talk through those things. But yeah. Yeah. No, I appreciate you sharing that. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So we've known each other for a bit. Um, what is something you think you and I have in common? Ooh. Um, immediately, the first thing I think of is people's stories. Hmm. So obviously, you live your life to where, you know, not only the podcast, but um, the way you travel, the way, you know, I don't travel as much, but I certainly get around in Lansdale, wherever I am, like, I always make space for people. So Mm -hmm. I think that's something you do that I also do. Um, And you love stories. You know, they're two of the first things that kind of came to my mind immediately, the love for stories Mm -hmm. and giving people space and time. It's a really beautiful way of saying that. And, and you are somebody who who really does genuinely create authentic and real space for people when you meet somebody. I mean, I know when my different of my daughters have met you and they've, they've been like, he's a really cool guy. Like, yeah. you just leave an impression of 
you know, welcome to people. And I think that's it's a really beautiful thing to give someone. So that's an honor to share any of that with you. Yeah. For yeah. sure. What is something you are looking forward to? Oh, man. The obvious <laughs> wedding. Mm-hmm. You know, that's first, I think, and then child mm-hmm. business. Yeah. You know, uh, I've I've started to have a nice following, like people that really appreciate my work. Um, and you do beautiful work. So for anybody who's wondering, I mentioned earlier that Ken is a carpenter, and uh, we'll definitely link all that stuff for you guys here at the end. But yeah, does some beautiful hand work, uh, craftsmanship. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. you make. I've seen some stunning, absolute artwork pieces of dining room tables. Yeah. And things that you've made that are just... Barbershops, hidden doorways, yeah, you know, all kinds just of Just beautiful, like very, very skilled when it comes to woodwork and, and building something with your hands for sure. So yeah. that's really, really a cool thing. So what is something you wish was over already or maybe didn't exist in the world? Hmm. I guess, um, I guess lack of understanding, I mean, would be a huge one. I guess I... I would use like the coffee shop as a as a metaphor kind of um, where you kind of just show up and I use that as a place to get to know people that I don't know. Um, I think a lot of the world's issues could be solved over a cup of coffee rather than you know saying you're wrong or something or the more I like just listen to people and where they're actually at, the less I, the more I understand. Like you can't understand someone if you don't listen first. So I would say just lack of understanding. Like some, some people's motives might be better actually understood if you would just sit down and listen to them. So it sounds very simple. Most solutions usually are. <laughs> but it's very complex. Mm-hmm. So a lack of understanding yeah. would be my um, would be my goal. You know, try to listen more, mm-hmm. talk less. And uh, something I'm learning is to not always offer suggestions, not only with my relationship with my fiancé, but, like, I could have done better in life I think what I'm finding now is like not always suggest Mm -hmm. maybe ask somebody if they're if they want suggestions or you know in my my family was always big on yeah get your word out there like and I'm understanding now that you know you don't you couldn't be okay by being quiet and Mm -hmm. listening and not always suggesting (laughs) so yeah yeah that's something i think one of those things we learn more the more we're in a closer relationship with another person because it starts to be i just want you to hear me i just want you to understand and and like you're saying if people could understand if people could listen so for those of you listening i would say listen up listen to what ken's saying there and just slow down and listen yeah try to understand I think there's there's so much value in that. And it it came with frustration on my end. Like, damn it, I want you to, you know, get it. Mm -hmm. Like, and knowing, too, that, like, um, 
what you think is best for someone else, it, you might think, oh, it's obvious, but it doesn't matter. Like when the, the student is ready, the teacher appears is the motto, hmm. you know. It doesn't matter if you think you have the right solution. What matters is you've loved someone enough mm. to help them make the right choices rather than implementing your will onto somebody else. Mm -hmm. So, can't agree with that one more. I even forget the question. <laughs> no, you, you answered it perfectly. Yeah. I was just asking, uh, what is something you wish was over, didn't exist in oh, the world? Yeah, yeah. Yes. so okay. I would agree with that perfectly. I think yeah. that that aligns. What would you say makes you feel known and valued? Um, hmm. Wow. Um, I would say uh, what makes me feel known and valued? You know, both cooking and woodworking are thing are like things that do make me feel known and valued because both both I have to put myself out there mm. you know and risk there's so much risk involved to even building a piece of furniture or giving someone food that I mean there's two choices either it's kind of like either like it or you don't <laughs> and it's kind of uh, it's really uh, I guess it's subjective but in a way it's not because either val they either value what I provide or they don't and thankfully enough I've had enough people that appreciate what I provide um, so I'd say woodworking and cooking um, and both actually get to the heart of what people are feeling. Like um, an aesthetic of a piece of furniture, for instance. Like you, they, they know the quality you provide. And that's what attracts people to your products. You know, just like food when I was cooking, it was, you know, someone said you made something really good. You struck a chord with them in some some way. Mm -hmm. So those are things that make me feel valued, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you're pouring with any art form, which I believe, you know, with the woodworking and the carpentry that you do and, and cooking, I, I, I would say I understand that in a small way, too. If I pour a day into making a meal for friends and somebody said, oh, I don't like it, you feel like, oh, I put everything I have into this. I created something and you don't see what I see in that or it didn't measure up and you feel like in some way that's a reflection of you because in some way it's a part of what you gave so yeah very much and and I would say yeah it's often we have friends we're like no no it's fine oh yeah that's great but I, I can genuinely say that <laughs> the work you do is is beautiful and, and it yeah. is it's very well done so yeah like you said you you've been fortunate enough to have most people appreciate that and i appreciate that that's awesome yeah. it's really cool where do you call home and uh, what makes it home to you i call home lansdale pennsylvania um i live right next to wendy's safe spot so uh <laughs> they're open until past 2 a.m so <laughs> i can hear the uh disgruntled drive-through people <laughs> that's uh, amazing <laughs> yeah which is fine. Um, I call, uh, I've been there eight years 
at the house that I'm in. Um, it's one of the original houses in Lansdale. So like one of the founders, they have a road named after the, the person that lived in the house, White's Road. Um, I live in Mrs. White's house. That's really cool. Of Lansdale. Um, and what was the second part of your question? Why do you call it home? What makes oh, it home oh. to you? Yeah. Um, I just love the community feel of Lansdale. Mm-hmm. I love being able to walk to restaurants and walk to mm-hmm. the coffee shop or walk <laughs> to the parks. Everything's in... It's kind of like the best of both worlds. City plus all the like the things that you might value about the city. Hustle and bustle. People always walking by. Um and it's also close enough to the mountains, the beach. So it's kind of the best of both worlds. You don't have hurricanes. Yeah, that's true. So that's a big <laughs> one too. Like we're getting tornadoes, but you know, uh, the weather's reasonable enough that it feels like home to me. Hmm. Um, and a lot of my friends are very close um, friends and family and Tori's family like so I really appreciate having that support mm. like support is important to me whether it's friends or family and I think the older I get the more I appreciate having that support in life so yeah land sale that's where it's at yeah that's cool yeah definitely What is something you wish you didn't struggle with? To be honest, I would say sleeplessness. Hmm. You know, I I often wear my heart out on my sleeve. And, you know, small decisions or little talks between me or other people, they weigh on me. Hmm. Like, if I hear someone that's struggling, I walk away from that and I don't necessarily... It doesn't walk away from me, you know. So the the mind that goes and moves and uh, you know it's beautiful for creativity and but it also has its drawbacks at times when I can't sleep mm-hmm. because I'm thinking about something. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you struggle with that. I understand that. that one. It's funny. I was actually just yeah. talking to Mike yesterday about. How I was like, I wonder what it would be like to just sit somewhere and not have your mind go. And I, I don't I don't know what that's like. No. I, so I, I can understand that. I'm I'm grateful that most nights get good rest. But yeah, when there is when you experience a lot, when you go through things or when you have a conversation or you hear something in it and it, you carry that, I think there is especially in I see in you a lot of empathy for others and a lot of care for others. So there's not not necessarily even in an unhealthy way, but just just to care to 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 feel a burden of what someone else feels, and it does stay with you sometimes. So, yeah, yeah. I, I can understand that. So, well, hopefully we get some more rest for you coming yeah. soon. Yeah, I would say, yeah. you know, I would say that is something I didn't wish I struggled with. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, I wish I wasn't a. I wish I didn't struggle with alcohol. Mm-hmm. You know, and not able to drink. Hmm. You know, um, but that's not that's not in my cards. I just hmm. have that. Um, I have the personality, an addictive personality. 
So sometimes I wish I didn't struggle with the addictive personality because hmm. it comes out in other ways too. Yeah. So I so there are actually two things. If, mm. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, that makes sense, and it is. There's things where it's like aspects of our personality or our character that once we can hone them in in a direction, they're 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 amazing and they're powerful. But when yeah. focused in other directions, sometimes they. They can create a demise on us at times. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. Um, maybe on that note, then, what is something you used to struggle with but don't anymore? I uh, I used to struggle with alcohol addiction, um, and it kind of it crept up on me. Um, you know, at first it was I could have a drink here and there, and then. Um, it became more every day and blackout drinking to where I would drive home and I didn't know how I got there. You know, um, thankfully I didn't ever hit anybody or anything that I know of. Um, so, um, yeah. So I've been without, um, alcohol for six years now. That's awesome. And um, since in those six years, I've learned who I am hmm. and, like, understood that more. And now I don't really think about alcohol ever that much. I mean, I'm not going to say never. I guess I shouldn't hmm. say never. <laughs> but now, now I struggle to see others struggling. And maybe not knowing it or, mm -hmm. you know, so that's where my struggle is for alcohol now. It's like seeing how it's affecting other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't individually struggle with it. But, no, I think that yeah. I really appreciate you sharing that. It's something that I think so, so many people go through. And, and like you're saying, not everyone realizes that maybe they do have an unhealthy relationship with that. And, and for some, it, it never becomes unhealthy, but there's so much, you know, you spoke about wisdom and maturity a little bit earlier, and, and there's so much maturity in identifying something that you say, this isn't good for who I am, and this doesn't make me a better version of myself. And so I choose to remove it from my life and then having the discipline to do that for six years and many more to come. And so I think there's so much power in sharing that there's so much um inability for something like shame to creep in when we speak openly about something we've struggled with and we speak openly about you know our ability to live and and move forward in that and i think that's that's really powerful and i think it's 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 really amazing and i'm grateful for you sharing that because i know you know i know you and i have talked too and 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 mike as well of, of things how that's been an impact in our life as well and so you know i understand yeah. what that that process can look like and, and how hard that can be so um i'm so happy for you and grateful for yeah. you that you get to that you get to be who you are today and that Absolutely. alcohol isn't stealing a part of your joy and a part of your life anymore because yeah no ma'am you're an awesome human being and i'm really grateful that i get to know you yeah what is something you are confident in helping someone else through or with Right now, I would say helping others get sober. Hmm. Um, it's been something that I've been able to do. And um, 
I have I've had a few people that I've helped over the over these last few years and they've been able to maintain um, sobriety hmm. so that's something and um, that's a huge accomplishment to yeah. be able to take something that can be a negative to turn it into a positive for yourself absolutely. and then impact those around you for for the better absolutely yep hmm. and also uh, I would say um, people have come to me um, knowing that I've been through a suicide. Mm. So that's been something I've been able to walk alongside with people mm. um, to kind of help them feel more comfortable. There's mm. nothing I'm going to say or do that will make you feel comfortable, but at least knowing that you've also that someone else has been through what you've been through in a little way you know the actors change but mm -hmm. the um the story is the same yeah, yeah yeah pretty much yeah so like you had mentioned earlier just being you know hearing from others when it comes to becoming a father and and knowing someone else has been there and some things are less scary you're you're also doing that for other people and one of the darker moments of your life of, of saying it's I've been there yeah and just letting them know that they're not alone yep yeah exactly there's a lot of there's a lot in there a lot of love and a lot of care and and value of humanity that you share and and I know that you that you mean genuinely and, and speaks to you genuinely so. yeah and I and I come to it from a place of uh, not expecting anything in return mm-hmm um, and that's important, and it really never sets you up for failure. I love that. I think, I know I've talked to somebody about that before, too, where it's when your goal is to love somebody else and your goal is to just bring joy to somebody else, um, you can't fail. Yeah. You can't screw up that. Yeah. That, like, if, because I think, um, I'm trying to remember, I don't remember the conversation, but something to the effect of somebody being in a place where, you know, they're in a relationship and they're no longer feeling loved by that person or joy in that relationship where they fall out of something. And I think when we can look at relationships of any kind and say, I am in this for that person to feel love and that person to feel joy and not for what it brings me. Um, yeah, of course, we want our relationships to go both ways. But, but those moments where I say, you can't fail in that. You can't fail if, you're, if your desire is to care for, love, and help somebody else without any expectation in return. And there's, there's so much peace in that, you for sure. That right. So that's cool. Thanks for sharing that. All right. So this one's a little bit more. Um, I'm going to make you think for a second. Um, right. If I were to give you $10,000 and you have to spend it down to zero in two weeks, what are you doing with it? I think one thing that I would do, my first instinct is to... Uh, honestly pay down Tori's fi um, financial aid for college. Mm, okay. You know, that would be my first instinct. It wouldn't pay for all of it, but it would certainly put a damn Put a nice... Dent. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but I think um, I would take a little bit of it and make my brother something nice for a house mm. that he's working on. Mm. Also, I would take a good part of it and put that towards renovating the house that I'm in now to make it really special for 
the new baby. Mm-hmm. You know, that would be something. I definitely side on doing something for my wife, my first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are some other things I might do. Yeah, that's too. cool. Yeah. All right, we'll try to get you some extra cash in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Is there anything you wish you could say to someone you love, but maybe they're not in a place that they would receive it or hear it well? Yeah, I would say, uh, without naming names, I mean, I would say that the person that I'm thinking of has tremendous value Mm -hmm. and has the same love and same ability to create that I do. He's just not able to maybe understand that about himself and that that I love this person. Mm. Um, and I wish that he was able to see his value as much as I do of mm. this person. Mm. You know, um, it sounds so simple. Um, but I think when you know your own value, you're able to operate in the world a lot differently and that that's something that I would uh, want this person to know how valuable they are Mm. no that's really beautiful I appreciate that I hope they know that there is there is something about knowing our own value and how that does impact the way we walk through the world and the way we interact with others and interact with ourselves for sure yeah so on the other end of that is there anything that would be hard for you to hear about yourself from somebody you love yeah, I think so. Uh, maybe that I hold on to too much, hmm. you know, whether it's material hmm. items or um, material items or like I can't just have an argument with someone and let it stay to that thing without bringing up all this other stuff. Hmm. Like I get into that. <laughs> like dang it was literally just about this but we brought in all this other stuff mm. like I wish I could at times keep discussions isolated mm. um, and I think someone would tell me that <laughs> you know if I were talking to them mm. so yeah mm. just keeping things to what they actually are and not overthinking things Hmm. would be something like that something i think a lot of us can work on yeah (laughs) not overthinking for sure exactly Hmm. what would you say makes you feel at peace oh man uh being in nature Hmm. for sure like um i would say being on lake nakamixon is one in my boat i feel like i'm able to not think when i'm in nature um and the original question was... What would you say makes you feel at peace? Oh, yeah, feel at peace. Yes, yes, yes. Being in nature. Yeah. Mm. I think that when I'm in nature, I feel like all is well with my world. And um, like I'm able to let go. And I just see things differently when I'm noticing birds or mushrooms or fish or deer hunting. You know, I'm just able to put everything else aside um and that's when I'm really at peace I think with myself and others so Hmm. yeah no that's cool 
Would you say that your life feels steady or uncertain right now? I would say very steady. That's cool. You know, I in my head I have a direction of where the where my life's heading. That can change at any time. But for this moment, for this 24-hour period, I think it's mm. extremely I feel like it's very steady. So, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. All right, so this one's always a little loaded, but um is there anything you wish you could say to the opposite sex? that maybe they wouldn't receive as well normally coming from you. But if they could hear it, um, it'd be maybe a piece of advice or something you wish that they knew was true about whatever. What would you say to women if they would hear it, regardless of who it was coming from? Uh, From me or just in general? Yeah, from me. Um, I would say that do not mistaken... Do not mistake friendliness for me wanting to be with you more than just a friend you know if that makes any sense yeah it's possible to be friends with the opposite sex yeah like I'm I'm naturally friendly and I think that gets interpreted as more than just friends at times Mm -hmm. um and obviously there's wisdom in that um but I'd say that, yeah, that's it. You yeah. know, like I am naturally curious in my life. And like, just because I ask you questions doesn't mean that I want to date you. Yeah. Date you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yep. No, I think that's helpful. And I think often that can be a thing that often people take with many people as friendliness is something more. And I think it's so often we crave connection with somebody and so so rare that people are willing to give it and i think so we see that and we we cling on to it as something more yeah exactly yeah Mm -hmm. all right so if you were to have ten thousand people or a large audience um that you were speaking to and if public speaking is a fear we'll just rule that out but if you had a large audience that you were speaking to and were to leave them with a life lesson or a bit of advice or wisdom what would you share i would say uh, pay attention like whether it's in nature or you know noticing leaves or noticing things around you like always be paying attention that could mean listening. That could mean surveying. You walk into a store and just kind of look around you and notice people's body language and and listen. You know, be listening. Allow, give people space to talk and ask questions. Pay attention, listen, and be quick to, don't be quick to speak slow to speak Hmm. and quick to listen that would be my the most important thing Um, because if you're truly listening to someone without judgment without you're not while they're talking to you you're not thinking about what you should say next you know those are some of the best conversations I've ever had is when I just shut up and (laughs) listen (laughs) Yeah. You know, paying attention. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's it. I would agree with that. I think that's great advice. So for everyone listening, listen, 
be quiet. Yeah, pay attention. <laughs> yeah. What is something you wish people knew about your culture, however you would define your culture? I guess I come from, I'm very proud to come from people that are from the South. Um, and they're very resourceful people. They could use anything and turn it into something useful. Um, and I feel like I've been gifted with that, like use of my hands or um, knowledge of the land, like learning the land that I live around. Um, I think that's useful. And I think culturally being from a culture of storytellers, it's very easy for me to tell stories, to take other people's stories. Mm. Um, and the oral tradition, like sharing stories about childhood and what I loved about my... I'm also Native American, so I know that about myself. And I think that's why innately I'm more um, connected to the land and why I love different things outside. And I think that's why I honestly love food because <laughs> Southern tradition is one that is immersed in food. And that's how I learned how to cook from my grandmother. Um, so I learned the value of food and eating. And so culturally that would be important um, also hmm. yeah. about yeah. my culture. Yeah. yeah. What is something you love about your culture then? I love some of the pride, like Southern pride, like, uh, you know, we came from the South and um, what that means. And um, my family's originally uh, from Spain, from Mallorca, Spain. Mm -hmm. And uh, they and I also have family members that were farmers and mm -hmm. from England and Spanish, French, all that kind of blended together. together. Yeah. And it's funny to see how good I am at like working the land and stuff. And I can't help but think that, and cooking too, like that being in the culture, like I can't help but think that even if someone never exposed me to it, I wouldn't naturally be interested hmm just because it's in my blood. That's cool. You know, and knowing that about myself. Mm -hmm. um, and knowing, like when I found out more about the culture I came from, I was able to understand why I have tendencies to go towards certain things. <laughs> so that's, that's really a, cool. Yeah, that helped me a lot. That's really neat. Yeah. Is there anything about your culture that you're not proud of? Not that I can think of right now. Um, I don't think that's a bad thing. No. Do you feel like you know what your purpose is in life? Absolutely. Hmm. Yeah. Would you mind sharing what you think it is? Yeah, absolutely. I would say uh, blessing others, hmm. um, whether it's through food, whether it's just for giving someone my time, hmm. like giving space to others is a purpose of mine, um, helping others overcome addiction, adversity, whatever that may be. Mm -hmm. You know, sharing with people. I take medication to help me. I take Prozac, so I would say taking medication is 
like that message is important to pass mm. on to other people. I see a therapist as well. <laughs> so one of my purposes in life is to share that like you can get help mm. and it's a huge blessing. Um, but giving space to other people mm-hmm. is my purpose. Um, I can't believe I forgot this one, but being a dad <laughs> is going to be my purpose. And, you know, first and foremost is being there for um, Tori, my, uh, my fiancé, my soon-to-be wife. That's really the most important thing. It, my purpose in life is to mm-hmm. be there for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to um, be there for my family, you know, whether it's my new child on the way or um, my mother and my brother who I have in my life or other relatives mm-hmm. is a huge purpose. Um, but I'd say blessing others, mm-hmm. um, giving of my time, helping people through adversity, um, are all huge parts um, of my life and obviously being there for my wife and things like that. I would say those are all things that you live out so authentically and so genuinely um, and so full of love from a a true heart that that I get to witness in you and that's really cool. Uh, You are a very kind and caring and genuine person that, that really does create space, sits with somebody and and I think that's rare that we see that so so full and so authentic in somebody. And so it is. It's an honor to know you and an honor to witness that and see that. And and you, you briefly touched, too, on just that, you know, getting help for something and taking medication that might be needed or seeing therapy that might be needed. Like, I just, I just so appreciate you being so open about something that can often be a cultural thing that... I think our culture is improving so much in understanding what's best for us and caring for ourselves and doing whatever is needed. So I just appreciate you being another voice into that, that shares, do what's needed for you, take care of yourself and don't be afraid to, to learn who you are. Don't be afraid to care for yourself. Don't be afraid to take care of what your body needs, whatever that yeah. looks like. Yeah. And I think like to touch more on the culture too is like, Um, we don't have to be, I think a lot of our culture is prideful at times. Like, so getting help is not in the cards necessarily or asking for help. Mm. Some, for some people, it's so hard to ask for help. And I'm finding that lately, especially I've been asking more and more for help and guidance and that has made my life so much easier. It's amazing how that works out. Yeah, like let go of it a little bit mm. and allow other people to kind of take mm. take some of your burdens. Mm. And like a problem shared is half a problem mm. is what I've always... I love that. Someone has told me and I believe it now. Maybe it took a little while for it to get from my head to my heart. Mm. But now I understand that. So... That all helps in getting my purpose solidified in life. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. No, that's cool. So I don't know if you do, but do you have a favorite tattoo and why? 
No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, I was born without a tattoo, <laughs> and I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to die without a tattoo. Okay. But I think they're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now I <laughs> so find... no, I do not. <laughs> I find it often shares uh, something about about a person, so it's always a fun question to ask, mm-hmm. but often people don't have any at all. No, so. I like that question. <laughs> So you have quite a few talents, but are there three talents you don't have that you wish you did? I wish I could make a blade from scratch. Like uh, My face, I'm like, I don't even know wh- what that means or where yeah. to go with that. I wish I could make a blade from scratch. That's okay. one of the uh, things I wish I could do. Um, I wish I could play an instrument and be self-taught mm. like that's something I can sing my heart out and my showerhead thinks I'm <laughs> a great singer uh, but I would say that and what would be one other thing um, oh I'd say salsa dance uh-huh. which I think I'm going to explore more and more but cool or explore period yeah um, I want to learn how to salsa dance that's cool I love dancing of yeah. any kind um, and I think I've always been attracted to Latino or Spanish music and stuff like that, Mexican music, you mm-hmm. know, so I think I really want to learn to salsa dance. That would be cool. I think it's yeah. a it's a valuable thing to learn mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. What is something you've accomplished that you are most proud of? Oh, um in the the nearest future, I would say, um, I did a barber shop in Doylestown mm-hmm. and uh, turned it into. It was an old train station, hmm. so kind of um, not knowing exactly what it would look like, and then having some architectural drawings in addition to my own ability to design and then it now be a functioning barbershop um, has been an accomplishment like within my business that I'm really proud of. That's really cool. And to be a little unsure at first (laughs) of how it was going to turn out and you know someone walk alongside me and say Mm -hmm. I want you to do this and then have another one coming up soon. so, yeah, I would say that barbershop, I put so much of my heart into, um, and I'm really proud of that. So, yeah. That's really cool. A barbershop. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you want others to know about who you are or what matters to you? Yeah, I would say just people matter mm-hmm. to me. You know, the um, I'm really drawn to people and they're drawn to me and I want people to know that anytime anybody needs to reach out to me that I'm available like day or night literally like I would not think twice to answer a phone call or you know anything like that is I always want to be available for other people Mm -hmm. and that's it Life just goes around that, you know, and 
things happen, things don't happen, expectations come, they go, but people, for me, is the most important thing, and making space for others. Hmm. No, I think that's beautiful, and I really appreciate you sharing all that. Well, Ken, I just want to say thank you for your time, Yeah. for sharing that with me, and for just the honor of getting to share a part of who you are with my listeners so absolutely thank you for being here and uh thanks for sitting down with me yeah i appreciate this space a lot Mm. so thanks thank you for tuning in to this world my view your reviews are what keep this show going so if you have a moment i would so appreciate you just taking a second to write a review anything from i really enjoyed this or something you took away that changed your perspective or impacted your life or something you connected with. If you have a chance to share that on social media and tag me and the show in it, I would greatly appreciate that. I just want to thank you also for just being a part of my world and community here at This World My View.